Pastor Michael E. Tom. I'm the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We're at 311 North Dunbar, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We want to welcome you to today's program. Today you're going to be listening to a word either from myself, my lovely wife Kimberly E. Tom, or associate minister at Bethlehem, or a teacher. But before we get into word today, we just want to welcome those who are listening throughout our MySpace page at www.myspace.com backslash Pastor Michael E. Tom, that's E-A-T-O-N. Maybe listening through our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com or podcast of the same name, Hear God's Word at Bethlehem, or through our Women of Divine Faith or other ministries all on the internet. Now, let's get into the Pray, Father, that we will be doers of the word and not just hear. Hear. We pray, Father, that you will speak to us. Speak. For we need to hear a word from you, Father. Father, we humble our hearts, our minds, and our souls. Prepare to hear what thus says the Lord. Prepare to leave this place and to live it out. Yes. We thank you, Father. Thank you. Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Bethlehem, get it right. Amen. That sounds good. Let's do that again. Bethlehem, get it right. Amen. This is first Sunday, and we're always reminded that of the vision that God has for us in regards to the church and we know every first Sunday we give to the vision of building this sanctuary. God always, you study scripture, you always use the remnant to build his temple. And we still believe yet here today that God is calling us to do this work in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. It's not just to be able to have home-going services. I love Light of the World, and, and they allow us to use their church. I mean, I, I love that favor. Uh, but I'd rather have home-going services in this place. And not only home-going services, but you have weddings and, and just church in and of itself. Hello, somebody. For I believe that the righteous will prevail in this place. I believe that God is not finished with Bethlehem yet. No, no, no. 
though it has a wonderful, wonderful history. We talked about that yesterday with the men and, and, and how they had to say goodbye to Moses and turn their eyes towards, hello somebody, towards the promises of God and God had yet more and greater before them than that which he had behind them. Yeah. All right, all right. Hello, somebody. Right, right, right. Do you believe that Bethlehem? Right, right. I believe it, and I believe it, and I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. And like we said yesterday, as uh, we don't focus on man, whether they're here, whether they're not here. We talked about sit, sit, uh, sit. David yesterday with the men. He he wasn't intimidated by Goliath. Amen. Right, right, right. Hello, somebody. Amen. And there's a Goliath that's trying to set itself up in this place. And, and it's not that a Goliath is here, it's that a Goliath is not here. Oh, right. uh, we can be intimidated because folks are not coming like they used to come and think that God don't have us to do or want us to do what God has, has us to do. All right. Hello, something. All right. Talked to Gideon, Brother Gideon had 3,000 and he had too many. Too many, Ram. Hello, something. Too many, Ram. God's program Numbers don't count, Ram. Numbers don't count. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Give right. God a hand clap and yeah. God's program goes on. Numbers don't count, God. Yeah, regardless of the numbers. Because <laughs> God has enough audacity to believe that if he is for you. Oh, right. yes, sir. Oh. Hello, somebody. <laughs> who, who can stand against you? Who, who, Hello, somebody. If it's his will, yeah. uh, then, 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 then why are you intimidated? Hello, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I didn't yeah. mean to preach that point. <laughs> get out of here, right? Get out of here. But, 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 I, you know, I, it's about God with me. Yeah, yeah right. you're right, Real. Thank if you, If you want to come, come on. Yeah, yeah, it's about him, Real. If you don't want to come, stay behind. Yeah, yeah, it's about Hello, him. Hello, somebody. Thank you, Real. But, but, but it's my, uh, if, if the Lord says the same, I want to walk into the promises of God. Yeah, right. yeah. Amen. I don't want to be just like Moses and just glimpse and just see the vision here. Hello, yeah. somebody. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to walk on over. Right, yeah. right. Hello, somebody. I'm with you, real. Hello, somebody. Yes, I believe sir. God's not finished with us yet. No, no, I know you with me. Hello, somebody. No, and that's why this year He wants us to get it right. Trying to move. Right. Right. Hello, somebody. Right. Next year's theme. Uh, the base of it is going to be live it and get it. Hello, somebody. He wants us to, to live it out. Right. And then he wants us to give it out. All right. Hello, somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be a share of the love 2014. Yes, sir. Hello, somebody. Living it and giving. Hello, somebody. Yeah. I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> we are getting it right, and, and I want you to get ready. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get ready, get ready, get ready. I think I was saying that the first uh, year I was here. Yes, sir. And I believe it even got still more. Yeah, thank you. This month, we want to encourage you, and Motivation Month, really, it's a month of encouragement as we are going through some times. God wants us to know. And he's with us. And he's not forgotten you. He wants you to stand on his word. Jeremiah 20, 11, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, Psalms 24, and 10. And 
We're going to be standing on all month long, Psalm 71, 20B through 21. Which reads, and we're going to share a message on that this morning. You will restore my life again. From the depths of the earth, you will again bring me up. You will increase yeah. my honor. Yeah, yeah. Comfort me once more. So we're going to jump up in the arms of our Lord and Savior in this time that may be a downtime, but we're going to find safety in his arms and we're going to depend upon him and he's going to move in ways that we've never experienced him before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all already doing it, Ray. Y'all already doing it. encourage you that you can make it through such a time as this. Yeah, yeah. I know the devil has been worried. I know there's been some sleepless nights. I know there's been some tears that have been cried. God has sent me here today, this morning, to encourage your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. To give what we learned yesterday, a spiritual roar for the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say that the devil can't have this place. All right. The devil can't have my life. The no. devil can't have my wife. The devil can't have my children because I'm going to depend upon him. Yeah. In ways that I've never depended upon him before. He's going to move in ways that, that I've never seen him before because he's the great I am. Yeah, you're right, Ray. The same God yesterday, today, and forever. And there's a, a future that, that's for me, though the devil is trying to kill me huh. with my past. We're going to move forward in Jesus' name. Yeah. Thank you. We're going to walk on into the promises of God. Yeah. In Jesus' name. In Jesus. In Jesus. Yes, in Jesus. We're going to talk about this morning needing God's comfort. All right. All right. Amen. Because there's somebody here today that needs God's comfort. So we're going to look right. at Psalm 71, 20, and 21. Would you please stand in reverence to the word of God? All right. Stand symbolically saying that I will stand on the word of God. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. or neighbor, or neighbor. I'm going to stand on this word. I'm going to stand on this word. Say to your neighbor, 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 or neighbor, or neighbor. I'm going to live this word. I'm going to live this word. Let's read this out loud together on three. One, two, three. Many men, you will restore our life again. From the depths of the earth, you will again bring me up. You will increase my honor and comfort me once more. Amen. You may be seated in the household of the Lord. Again, we're talking about needing God's comfort. Needing God's comfort. And we're going to talk on around three points as the Holy Spirit gives us utterance. We're going to talk about God gave roughness. We're going to talk about how God gave restoration. We're going to talk about how God gave relief or comfort. Mm -hmm. And we want Christians to know this morning that Christians should trust God mm -hmm. for comfort in pain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Christians should trust God All right, right. for comfort mm -hmm. in pain. All right, yes, sir. 
I've said this many, many times before from the pulpit. I wish I could say that in our lives that, that we won't have trouble. Mm-hmm. I wish I could say like some of the television preachers, they, they only talk about prosperity. That God's going to bless you coming, God's going to bless you going, that God's going to touch your body and heal you, that God God's going to do all these great and, and wonderful things to make you rich as we, some of you have seen some of these television programs about L.A. preachers, there's another one coming on and the clip is talking about God wants us all to be rich and then and, and that's that's a lie from the foot of hell. God doesn't want us all to be rich. Well, some of us, He can't trust us with the little bit that He does give us. Right, right, right. Type of right, God. So, to be a responsible teacher and preacher of the Word of God, many times you have to leave this place somber. Yeah, yeah. I know we we like to feel good. But sometimes in order to change, we've got to hurt. Preacher mentioned that last week about how God causes us to hurt and how hurting causes us to hear. He gave that illustration about how his mama was whooping him. And he heard everything that she said. Before he was ignoring her, but when she got the switch out and and hit her, he he heard every word that she said. Hello, somebody, and responded accordingly. (laughs) Sometimes he's got to hurt us to heal us. All right, amen. Thank you, Ray. And I like that. uh, The good part of telling us the truth is that that God can cause all things to work together for our good. I think uh, uh, Deke, uh, uh, I was a preacher yesterday, uh, uh, Dr. Evans talked about how God used an a injury in football and how he used that injury to, to show him his purpose and will for his life. Right, uh, right. And I don't know about you, but I'm so glad God injured that man. <laughs> I'm so glad that God hurt that man because that man played a, a huge role in my life as a preacher of the gospel of Jesus Christ. All right. Sometimes he got to hurt us for us to hear. And, and I'm so glad that when he, he hurt us, he can also heal us. Hello, somebody. And that's what we're going to see in this text this morning. The psalmist is, 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 has no problem putting the trouble where the trouble began. Because many times when, 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 when trouble happens, we wonder, where is God in our trouble? Right. And we wonder why the, the, the bad things happen to good people and, and why you are uh, uh, theorizing on where God is during that times of trouble. His word is telling you that he was the one that caused the trouble. Right. Hello, somebody. Ooh, let me say that. Again, yes, 
Many, many times we wonder, where is God in our trouble? If God is God, why does He allow certain things to happen? Hello, somebody. Now, each situation is different. Uh, uh, and many times, the troubles that we have, really, we, we cause it ourselves. Hello, sir. But there are moments and times, especially in the life of those who love Him and who's righteous, where God oh, causes the trouble. He initiates the trouble. All Hello, right. somebody. All right. You're right. Hello, somebody. And he doesn't have a, any problem living up to the truth. All right. All right. Hello, son. He's got me. Oh, because when, when Job began to theorize as to why he was going through this, he was a righteous man. He, he loved God with all his heart. He did all the right things. And when he theorized and theorized and theorized, God gave him a pop quiz. All right, all right. And he had to humble himself before the mighty hand of God because he couldn't answer all the questions that God gave him. Hello, sir. Yeah. Right. He had so many questions of God, but then God started to question him. Hello, right. Somebody's in here today, and you may be questioning God, but God is right now is beginning to question you. All right, all right. Hello, somebody. Mm -hmm. God is there. In the midst of our troubles, whether we cause them or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, somebody. Whether he caused them. Hello, somebody. He's there. He's there. And we're going to look at that in today's text. But a good and perfect example of that is, is Job and, and his life. Right. Boy, Job life speaks, uh, I think it's now, it's 4,000 years later. Right. Hello, somebody. Do you want to be used of God? Right. <laughs> Do you want to be the kind of man that people read about 4,000 years later? Then you better become acquainted with pain. Hello. Yes. You better become acquainted with sorrow. You better become acquainted, hello somebody, with suffering. Right, right, right. Hello somebody. Because it is in that time where God speaks volumes yeah, to yeah. a nation that looks on. And one of the things that I've heard about the homegoing of Sister McCowan is that so many folk were touched. Hello somebody. By, by the homegoing service. They had never been to a service like that before. Some folk have decided to start going back to church. Hello somebody. Because she was glorified in her death And you glorified her family Hello somebody yeah, yeah. In her death And they saw the way you were handling it yeah, yeah. Hello somebody And some folks say I want what they have All right. Hello All right. somebody but Joe was the same way In his suffering Let's see how Joe had to suffer Be still worship. 
Lord gave and the Lord take it away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Corey Ten Boat. Sent to the concentration camps along with a family for helping the Jews. Watch all of her family die. She never wavered. She never stopped believing. Right. She never stopped worshiping. There is no pit so deep that God's love is not deeper still. So many have given everything. In the midst of the fire, are you still able to fall on your knees? In the midst of the fire, nothing is more important than worship. How has your week been? Will you worship? In the midst of the fire, worship. Hello, somebody. I said, in the midst of the fire, worship. The psalmist said that God gave roughness. Psalms in verse 20 says, Though you have made me see troubles, many and bitter. Hello, son. He wasn't wondering where God was in the midst of trouble. Like some wonder in the midst of their troubles. They, they wonder where God is. As if somehow God has has been taken away from his throne. Wondering as if somehow all the heavens have have shut up and the angels have have stopped praising his holy name because of the trials that are going on in our lives. Wondering where is God? But a mature Christian understands this. Hello, somebody. Though you have made, you have made me to see troubles. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. He, he didn't blame God. He just made an observation. You made me to see this trouble. Hello, somebody. So God is, is never aloof. God is never far away. God is right there in the midst of it all. Just like Job. God made Job to see this trouble. God, oh, as a matter of fact, oh, you heard me say this many times. Be careful when the Lord begins to boast about you. Oh, because he has a divine hedge around Job's life. Oh, and the devil couldn't get Oh, to Job. Oh, because together comes to 
he was roaming about the earth and he was going about and trying to get to folk who didn't have that hedge of protection around him, trying to get to folk. Oh, and every time he got to Job because, oh, Job was on his top ten list. Hello, somebody. Was on his most wanted list. Oh, I want to touch it because he's being used greatly. I want to touch it because he's being used mightily. I want to touch it. I want to prove that he's not all that. I want to prove that he doesn't believe what he preached. I want to prove that he doesn't believe what he preached. I want to prove oh, that he doesn't believe oh, in the real and the God that he serves. As long as God is blessing him, oh, it's easy to believe in. Oh, and that's why folk have this easy believism going on in this prosperity gospel. It's easy to believe God. Oh, when everything is right, it's easy to believe God. Oh, when you're on the mountain, it's easy to believe God. When you're sick in your body, it's easy to believe God. Oh, when that oh, oh, uh, money is not funny, it's easy to believe God. Oh, but the devil said, oh, let me touch you. And when I touch him, he's going to curse you to your face. When I touch him, he's going to forget all about who you are. When I touch him, it's going to prove that his life is not built upon this rock, the rock of Jesus. Let me touch him. Hello, son. Let me not. Oh, oh, God, don't let me touch. Let me touch his mother. Let me touch his grandmother. Let me touch his children. Let me touch his bank account. Let me touch all the ones that he loves. And then I can prove that he doesn't really worship you. He's only about this prosperity gospel. As long as you're good to him, oh, he'll be good to you. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. And God gave permission. Hello, somebody. Literally permission for the devil to touch you. Yeah, yeah. Hello, somebody. And the psalmist in this text seemed to think and believe the same way God gave roughness. He said, Though you have made me, oh, have made me to see troubles. Oh, and many and bitter. Hello, somebody. Has anybody been troubled this last week? Has anybody been troubled this last month? Has anybody been troubled? Hello, somebody. I like the way Psalmist uh, uh, 60 and 3 says, uh, You have shown your people what desperate times. Hello, somebody. Hello, you ain't gonna hear this on the on the, on the television that God actually shows his people desperate times. All right, all right. Hello, somebody. That's why when times like this in the life of our church, you begin to wonder where is God? God has shown us some desperate times. Hello, somebody. But God is still God. Hello, somebody. And this is what He says. And and you have given us wine that what makes us stagger. Hello, well, somebody. Well. Oh, oh, they put it all at the feet of God. God, you did this to me. Hello, God, you took away my mama. God, you took away my dad. God, you took away my child. God, you took away my bank account. God, you took away my child. God, you took away my health. God, you took away my good looks. Oh, I used to look like Denzel and have a six-pack. Now, I look like Fred Fox. Oh, with a keg. Hello, somebody. 
I didn't mean to mess. I didn't mean to mess. I don't know where that came from. Red Fox. <laughs> but Lord, you did this to me. Hello, somebody. And God is on the heavenly saying, yeah, I did do it. Hello, somebody. All right. Yeah. I did do it. I allowed it to happen. Now what you want to do? Hello, somebody. What, what you gonna do? Hmm? You gonna give up? You you gonna stop worshiping me? My Lord. Many times, people. Oh, we wonder why people stop coming to church. Many times, it's not because they mad at somebody. Many times, it's because God has allowed the devil to touch their life, and they're mad at God, and they and they did, and they do the one thing that we're not supposed to do. And Reverend Ford mentioned it last week about praising God. Hello, somebody. We. Stop worshiping God because Hello somebody. Yard it real. Mm-hmm. It's like he should be our divine Santa Claus. Yard it, God. As long as God is blessing me, I'll bless him. Hello somebody. No, 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 no. That's not the way it works. Yeah. Yeah. We, we serve a mighty and awesome God. And he's worthy to be praised. Yeah, yeah, whether right. he's blessing me or not. Right. Worthy to be praised. Go ahead and give God a hand clap. A praise up in here, up in here. And that's why Job. Hello, somebody. Can you imagine? Yeah. You just, you just lost one person. No. You lost all how many kids? Ten kids. Yes. They they say that's the worst death that you can ever experience. Amen. Now 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 we love mama. But they say the worst thing that you can do is to outlive your kids. You'll never know as much sorrow as that. Hello, somebody. And he lost ten in one day. Yeah, yes, sir. Wow. After he had lost everything else. Or doing the same time. Hello, somebody. The, 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 mark, the market crashed. He lost his job. Hello, somebody. He lost his means of income. And that's another a way that, that, can, that can cause us to shift, especially men. Oh, enable us oh, to lose our job. And I've seen many men destroyed. Because they lost their job because they get their identity from their job, not the God that they serve. Right, 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 right. Hello, somebody. That's good, Will. And many men think they become useless when they're not, oh, bringing in income. They become and feel useless. And that's a great trial that a man can have. He had that great trial of all that in one day. Hello, somebody. And what did he do? All right. Hello, somebody. Did he, did, he, did he leave the church? Hello, somebody. As a matter of fact, he didn't have to wait to get to the temple or amongst the assembly. Right then and there, he worshiped God. Hello, somebody. Say to your neighbor. Neighbor! Neighbor! neighbor. Worship God. Worship God. In Jesus' name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because it's it's all God's doing. God did this. He caused me to see trouble. He caused me to see bitterness. He caused me to see desperate times. As a matter of fact, he caused me to 
hashtag like, oh, I'm on that some of that wine. Hello, somebody. Well, Preacher mentioned all kind of wines last week. I don't remember that Boone's Farm and all that. I don't know any of that. I, I never really was a drinker. <laughs> but it seemed like all these troubles have caused you to stagger. Oh, because of the trials that you're going to the tribulation have caused you to stagger. Oh, and one of the ways oh, that you do to get your footing, one of the ways that, you, that can help you to get your bearings is to put God where he is and keep him there. Worship him, serve him, love him, become doubly and trivially committed to serving him in the midst of this sorrow. God gave rough. Hello, Hello, Say to your neighbor, yeah, God did it. Now what you gonna do? Now what you gonna do? You gonna give up? Are you gonna keep running? Right. Hello, somebody. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, oh neighbor, keep running. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, oh neighbor, keep running. Because there's hope. Because he not only he, he does not only just he gives roughness, but I'm so glad that he can give a restoration. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. He gives roughness, but then he gives restoration, and then they he'll give you some relief. And that's why you gotta keep worshiping him. That's why you gotta keep praising him. That's why you gotta keep working for him. That's why you can't oh stay in bed all day. I know you don't want to get up. I know you're feeling depressed. I know you're feeling down. I know you're feeling lonely. I know you've been crying in the middle of the night. I know you've been crying when nobody else can see you. Oh, but God says, oh yeah, I gave roughness, but I can give oh, restoration in Jesus' name. Oh, give your neighbor, oh, uh, say to your neighbor, neighbor! Neighbor! Oh, neighbor. God's going to restore you. Hold on. Hold on. I like this little vignette here that we're going to talk about his, what God does. I've called you by name, God says of you. You are mine, don't you know? I will be with you, says God. Yeah. Hello, somebody. Because you are precious in my eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hello, somebody. Thank you, Lord. And because... I love you. God says, I love you. I, I love you. And, and, and write that down. I, Isaiah 43, 1, 2, and 4. And most of you Bible readers may know what that says, but the first part of Isaiah 43, verses 1, it talks about how you've been redeemed. And then and, and Isaiah oh, oh, 30, uh, 43, 2, uh, I preached a sermon on that at, at my wife's home church in Houston, entitled, Through It All. Because that text talks about how God is with you through the waters. How God is with you through the rivers. How God is with you through the fire. Yes, and verse uh, 4, the text says that I love you. God loves you. And he's with you in the midst of it all. Through it all. He's with you. Oh, you may have to go through some bad times. Oh, especially in this life. You will have to go through some troubled times. You've been redeemed. You are a covenant. Oh, believer. Oh, like the men said yesterday, talking. Oh, when David said, Who is the 
is uncircumcised Philistine. He said, he said, hey, this nation has been redeemed. We have a covenant relationship with God. Yeah. And because we have a covenant relationship with God, Go we ahead. can face any Goliaths yeah. in our lives. You've been redeemed. Yeah. And God loves you. Oh, he'll go with you yeah. through all the waters. He'll go with you through the rivers. He'll go with you through the fire. Yeah. Because he loves you. And he restores you. Yeah. 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 And Thank I'm you. not just making this up for the text says. Yeah. The last part of 20 says, you will restore my life again. Yeah. Hello, somebody. Well, is there anybody here that needs restoration? Yeah. Is there anybody here where the devil has took something from you? Yeah. Oh, some of y'all here say, oh, the devil took my heart when mama died. Well, the devil took oh, my life when mama died. Well, oh, and there's something that's missing. Oh, I don't feel the same. Well, the days went from being color to black and white. I don't feel the same. I don't have the joy that I used to have. Somebody's here. Oh, and the devil took something from you last week. It may have been a child. And you don't feel the same. Oh, and your days went from color to black and white. And all you can do when you wake up in the morning is to begin off crying. Oh, before the Lord. Oh, because something has been taken from you. Oh, and God does allow some things to be taken from you. But guess what? He says that he has the power to restore my life again. Oh, it may not be oh, the way I want it now. But I look to him. I believe in him. And I believe that one day I'm not going to feel as bad as I feel today because my God says that he can restore me. Oh, say to your neighbor, neighbor, oh, neighbor, oh, my God is about to restore you in Jesus' name. Oh, he says, oh, he's going to restore me. Oh, because where have I been? I tell you where I've been and why I need to be restored. He says, from the depths of the earth you will bring me up again. Oh what happens at the depth of the earth many times the depth of the earth oh, can deal with a loss. Hello somebody. Oh have you ever been to the depth of the earth? I've been there too many times. I've been to too many graves. At the depth of the earth I've walked oh, to too many valleys of the shadow of death. Oh and some of you have been there in the death of the life. Hello, somebody. Oh, somebody's been there in that death of life. Somebody's been by the grace. Somebody's been in a hospital room. Somebody's busy hospices. Oh, somebody's been in the doctor's room where the doctor say there's nothing else that I can do. Somebody has been there. Hello, somebody. God says I can restore you. From there, hello, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give God thank a handicap of praise. I can restore you from there. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Many times when we lose a loved one, we lose ourselves, or we die. Mm-hmm. You're right, real. Now, God says, I can restore you. And I like to tell people during this time that if God kept. 
you bring me. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that means he's got more for you. All right, all right. All right. Hello, somebody. Yep. You hear about married couples been married uh, 20, 40. And we praise God for Denise and, and raised 25 years. Mm -hmm. Been married uh, oh, 40 years. Do we have a 40-year couple up in here? Amen. Do we? Amen. Amen. Who is it? Now, I want to know that. Who is that 40-year couple? Hello, somebody. Oh, well, praise the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> it's wonderful mm -hmm. to live together for 40 years. Sorry. Now you may say the difference. <laughs> well, Reverend, maybe 25 of those 40 was good, but uh, anyway, but anyway. <laughs> Hello, somebody. You made it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the one thing I, I see that's only wrong with that, many times, and it may not be, you know, it's probably not you, but when one dies, six months later, we're there and or a year later because they In Jesus' name. Hello. That's the only way you're going to be restored. That's the only way you're going to make it back. Right, and right, many right. doctors oh, will let you know whether a patient has a chance to make it through overwhelming odds. It's whether or not they have a will to live. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hello, somebody. And that's how some folk uh, and some families uh, are prepared to lose mama or to lose daddy. His, his, his mama or daddy begins to take a look uh, at that beautiful door and want to go on and walk through it. Uh, hello, somebody. That beautiful door. And they begin to get some insights in the heavens. Uh, and they want to go on and go. And they get tired uh, of being on this side and say, I want to go on uh, to be with the Lord. Hello, somebody. But if you're not at that beautiful door, if you're not oh there, then it's not your time yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, somebody. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. Oh, neighbor. As far as I know, it's not your time yet. <laughs> really, God knows. I can't tell you when your time is, but I can tell you that you need to have a will to live. God says he can restore the life again, and he can take you back from the depths of the earth and bring me up again. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, somebody. Thank you. Somebody needs to be brought up oh, oh, out of the darkness this morning into the light. Somebody needs to be brought up oh, from that last tragic situation that happened yesterday. God says, and we talked about that yesterday, about how we get stuck in our past. Whether it's good or whether it's bad or whether it's indifferent, we get stuck in our past. And God says, I want to bring you up out of the darkness of yesterday. Whether it was good yesterday, yesterday, oh, you used to make a hundred thousand a year and you're stuck in yesterday because you're only making forty thousand now. Hello, somebody. I said, I want to bring you back. I want to bring you up from all of that darkness. 
I'm going to restore you. Say to your neighbor, neighbor. Neighbor. Oh, neighbor. Oh, neighbor. God wants to restore you. God wants to restore you. Because he can and only he can. You can talk to a lot of people. And some people will be able to relate to what you're going through and others won't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, sir, but, but, but nobody can restore you like God. Yeah. Right. Thank you. Go ahead and give God another hand. I know you're right. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nobody. Yeah. I can come and I can hoop you happy. Oh, like I'm going to try when it's over. <laughs> I'm going to hoop you happy. <laughs> but that happiness ain't going to leave past this door. All right. Because right. real life going to be waiting for you. Right. Hello, somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and what you're going to need is, is the word of the Lord. And tomorrow when you wake up in sorrow, you need to stand on this word and say, God, you said in your word that you're going to restore my life again. God, you said in your word that from the depths of the earth, you will bring me back up again. God, you said it. He said. Remember that says, God said it and that settled it. That's what you said, Lord. Yeah. You caused this trouble. You did it. And you and you said you can restore me from this trouble. Hello, son. He's a God who can give relief or comfort. Look at this little vignette, and then we're gonna go into the Lord's Supper. Things are changing. But guess what? Not everything changes. God doesn't change. He says, no matter what, I'm always with you. In the midst of the sun and the rain, I'm with you. In the midst of the bull market or bear, whatever happens, I'm with you. I'm with you. Even when your marriage lasts or your divorce, I'm with you. Don't. Don't be sad. Be happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you are not forgotten or forsaken. Yeah. God is with you. Yeah, yeah. Hello, You are not forgotten or forsaken. Yeah, amen. God is with you. Say to your neighbor, 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 or neighbor. Or neighbor. Or neighbor. You are not forgotten, not forgotten or forsaken. Or forsaken. God is with you. God is with you. It seems like things are changing. Mm -hmm. And many things seem to be changing for the worse. Mm -hmm. A lot of crazy things are going on in our world. But God is the same. Yeah. Many of you may have been through LAX. That crazy madman killed all of those people. Mm -hmm. Many of you remember some of the other stuff that has gone on in our world with the rain and the fire and the floods and the tragedies. Mm -hmm. Many of you are like me, it's a whole nother year that's gone past and things uh, are changing. Right, man. I'm so glad that my God is the same. Yeah. Yesterday, today, and forever. Yes, Lord. And I know that I'm not uh, forsaken. Because my God can give me relief. Yeah. 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 For he says, and comfort me once more. Yeah. My God is a God that comforts me really all the time. Yeah. 
Because God wants me to be confident one more time. Say to your neighbor, 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 neighbor. I need God to touch me. One more time. That means you have a history with God. Hello, somebody. He causes trouble. He restores and he gives relief. It's a cycle of life. Yeah. He causes trouble. He restores and he gives relief. The, the cycle of life. Oh, and, and therefore, all I need to do is just wait on the Lord. Yeah. I'm in a bad time right now. I'm in a bad time. I'm, I'm at a bad spot. I'm at a bad place. Uh, but I wait uh, on the Lord. Uh, and He renews my strength. Uh, yeah. And enables me uh, yeah. to be what? Restored again. He gives me uh, relief again. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, somebody. And, and comfort me once more. Because we have a relationship. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and because of our relationship. Uh, oh, He needs to comfort me. Many times, especially in these times, on a daily basis. Oh, I can remember oh, when I lost the first real death that happened in my life. And I tell this story all the time about my cousin, my younger cousin. Oh, like some of you remember when you lost Juju, your first son. Oh, it was a death that I couldn't deal with. It was a death that I couldn't handle. There was a death. Oh, that after the funeral, I couldn't go and be all happy family reunion. Oh, because I was feeling hurt. Oh, I couldn't go in and eat as if nothing happened. I was hurting and I was in pain. I left my family, went back to Dallas, and I was in hurt and I was in pain. Every day I woke up, I cried. I said, Every day I woke up, I cried. Day in. And day out, and sometimes I was at work, and I just cried out of the blue because I loved my cousin. She was my little cousin, two years under me. My I loved her. Oh, and it was a pain that I couldn't deal with. And day in and day out, I cried. Day in and day out, I cried. Oh, for six months, day in and day out. Oh, but there's something that happened. Oh, do that six months oh it's something that I know and I began to realize it's that in and through it all it seemed like I got closer to the Lord because he comforted me every time I cried he comforted me he was there with me he comforted me he loved me through my pain oh he loved me through my pain and as a result I got closer with God as I look back there was no time that was more productive in my walk with Christ was in that time there was no time because I had to depend upon him I couldn't turn away I said I couldn't turn away so I had to turn to him hello somebody and I had to cry when I needed to cry I know grown men are not supposed to cry there's some things that happen in your life oh and it'll cause you to lose your breath you can't breathe no more. And every morning you begin to try to suck up all the breath that God says that you have. Oh, I know grown men are not supposed to. I cried. I cried. I said I cried. But I wasn't crying to myself. I was crying to the Lord. 
And when I cried to the Lord, guess what? He comforted me. Oh, he blessed me. He restored me. Oh, and life became worth living once more. He took that black and white and he made it color again. And I began to live again. Hello, somebody. God says this morning, oh, I know I've been rough with you, but I want to restore you and I want to release your pain. But in and through it all, I want to comfort you. In and through it all, I want to get closer with you. In and through it all, I want you to get to know me a little more. I'm going to tell my story. Like the preacher told his story last week. Oh, it's a story about that lost sheep. Oh, that show you heard it many times before. That little lost sheep like to wonder. That little lost sheep like to go on and on his own way. That little lost sheep. Every time that shepherd was looking for that little lost sheep. And that little lost sheep would wonder all the time. So one thing happened. The shepherd got tired of that little lost sheep wondering. And the shepherd did something that was unthinkable. The shepherd broke the sheep's leg. Hello, somebody. He gave him some rough time. Hello, somebody. He broke his leg. And then that shepherd began to carry that sheep over his heart everywhere he went. He carried that sheep over his heart everywhere he went. He carried that sheep until he got healed. Oh, and that little sheep, when he let him down, guess what? That little sheep didn't wonder no more. What happened is that sheep got to hear the heartbeat of God. And when he got closer to God, he didn't want to leave no more. Hello, somebody. God is saying, oh, through this time, I want to get closer to you. I'm going to put you up, and I'm going to carry you over my heart. And you're going to get to hear my heartbeat as I comfort you. You're going to get to hear my heartbeat as I comfort you. When I let you down, you're not going to want to wonder no more. You're going to be with me, and I'm with you. And we're going to walk together. We're going to fellowship together. I'm going to bless you, and you never leave me or forsake me. Because of my blessing, because you become to know the blesser in Jesus. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, call neighbor. God's going to comfort you. In Jesus. Give God a hand clap of praise. Yeah. Woo. Now I'm going to show you what I learned last week. The only thing I can do is what Mississippi did. for today's program and before we sign off we just want to make sure that you have a personal relationship with God you know many people are waiting to have a personal relationship with God they're waiting because they're trying to clean up their life or get right with God to stop smoking or cursing before they come to the house of the Lord 
And you know what I tell them? There's nothing that you can do or stop doing that would make you right for a relationship with God. The thing that you must do, however, is take God's provision. You see, in order to get right with God, you have to meet him on his terms. And his terms is Jesus Christ. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the Bible also said that God demonstrated his love towards us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. God's only son, God's love, Christ died for us. So in order to get right with God, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that today by praying this simple prayer. Dear God, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, and I believe in my heart that Jesus died for my sins, was buried, and rose again on the third day. Dear God, come into my life, come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Amen. Praise the Lord. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, then the angels in heaven are rejoicing. For now you are a child of the living king. Because you're a child of the living king, you have to find God's family. And that's what the church is. The church is God's family here on earth. We love believe by faith that you've been born to the household of faith here at Bethlehem again. We're at 311 North Dunbar in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We'd love to see you in our services. And if you're listening throughout the world, listening throughout the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, or even China, we're going to pray that God will deliver you to a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Bible-living church where you can grow up in the things of God. We want to thank you once again for listening. And again, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you need to find a church home. A baby born needs to be a baby born in the family because babies can't make it on their own. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are a spiritual baby. You must find a church home. Again, we want to thank you for joining us today. And I'm going to give us a final benediction. A benediction is a final blessing. Father God, we thank you, Lord, and we pray in Jesus' name that you would bless everyone at the sound of my voice, especially the new children of God. Deliver them safely to a church home and put your hedge of protection around us all. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again, either here in Cyber Church or in the service. We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello again. This and is Pastor Mike Lee Tom, the senior Lord. pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We want to take this opportunity to see if God used this message in your heart. If if your life has changed, if God really spoke to you and touched your heart and changed the moment in your life, we just want to thank God for how he's working in your life, but we also want to take this opportunity to see if we can get you to sow a seed in the life of our church. Right now, we're entering into a building program, and we've calling this program Vision to Reality. And this is phase one of our building program, and I've told many of our members, you know, I may not serve at a mega church, but I do serve a mega God. 
not living in a mega city. This is Paul's Valley. But we serve a mega God because we're heard all over the United States and different countries and kingdoms. And we're believing that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills where you are. And if you take a moment and go to our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com. And you can hear it. Uh, tap the link on the MySpace page or... Uh, just go to the front page of our website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com and scroll to the bottom there. You'll see Vision to Reality, and that's where you can give to the building. And we, we want to do it kind of just like Obama did it. He raised his funds. It was just people, ordinary, everyday people, $25 that helped him to raise millions of dollars in a economy that people were saying that is depressed. I think that's God. I believe God can do it for us, and we want you to give. Once again, now, if God has touched and moved and worked in your life as a result of you listening to this ministry, we want you to give to vision, to reality, and help us to make our building here in Paul's Valley, state of the arts, build a reality because you've taken time to give 25, 50, 10. 100, and you may be able to do more. Whatever God is laying on your heart, we need you so we can build this vision to a reality. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Again, go to the website, www.heargodsword.com.